Hello, I'm Marsha Ogden. Welcome to my podcast, Directory of a Dream Life 50 Plus. It's for anyone who's passed that milestone, like me by a long chalk, and who, like me, has realised that we could be on this earth for another 30 or 40 years. So let's make the best of it. Welcome to episode 18 of the Directory of a Dream Life 50 Plus podcast. I've no guest this week because I want to get on my soapbox and shout about how important keeping a journal is. And I don't mean just for if you're in business. And I don't mean just for tracking like when your MOT's due or what time you're due at the dentist. For us, the over 50s, we can use a journal to track any aspect of our lives that we might want to change. Any bug, any bad habit. How do I know this? Because I want to tell you how journaling has been the single most effective way of changing aspects of my life that I wasn't happy with. Instead of having one or two life hacks this week... I'm going to share my top 10 tips from my own published journal to get you started on the journey to your best life. You can't teach an old dog new tricks. It's just the way I am. That's life. It's just the way the cookie crumbles. If that's the conclusion you've come to in your 50s and your 60s, And when you think back, you realise you have actually settled for less than you were hoping for. Hear me out. Because that's the old school thinking that we were brought up with. And if there's one fantastic advantage to being alive today, it is realising that actually we're not too old and it's not too late to learn how to change things for the better. And you think back to when we were little. If you were 60, if you saw someone who was 60, They were an old lady, not just because we were little, but they did actually look like an old lady. They dressed in little crimpling suits and potted around drinking tea. We're not like that. I am proof of what I'm saying, because in my mid-fifties, I turned everything around. And I am looking forward to making sure that the rest of my life is the best of my life. And if you're wondering how to do that, the first step is simple. But it's one I ignored for ages. It's this, keeping a daily journal. Now, I thought that that meant just writing a diary. You know, like my mum used to keep a little diary, so dentist at two o'clock or Simon called round. You know, that kind of thing. And it was useful. You know, she'd tell us like two years on, do you know what you were doing two years ago today? You went to St. Anne's and sat on the beach. So it was kind of interesting. But what hadn't crossed my path before was the idea of tracking where I am now against where I'd like to be. Whether it's like your mood, your finances, your career, your retirement plans, your relationships. Any aspect of your life can be improved if it's measured. Now, in my disorganised mind, I always poo-pooed that thinking that you need to measure something. And when I first got into online marketing, 
all the gurus were saying, you know, you've got to measure your progress, measure the statistics, measure this, measure that. And basically, I took no notice. But when I did start to measure my personal progress, the results were phenomenal. So how does that link back to journaling? Well, if you select the right journal with the right guidance for you, it will help you to get into a routine and make a daily check against progress. And this has been a key factor on my path to happiness. It wasn't all plain sailing for several reasons. One reason is <laughs> the saying that there's nothing easy about realising that you're the one that's been holding you back the whole time. And that was so relevant for me when I started journaling and recording how many glasses of wine I was having every day. Now, it hurt to write it down because when it's when you're actually living it, you just think, oh, it's only another glass, glass at lunchtime, two glasses in the afternoon. Then you have three or four at night when you're watching the TV. And it's just a glass. Oh, stop fussing. It's just a glass. When you add all those up and write them down, it's actually quite embarrassing. It took me a long time to be able to do something about it. And every day I'd write down how many glasses with the goal of it being less each day. But every day it was the same. And I just used to write it down and turn the page because I was recording it, wasn't I? Another example of how measuring works is with weight. Now, I lost quite a bit of weight a couple of years ago, deliberately. And you know how it is. You think, well, I'm there now. I've reached my goal weight. And how easy is it to slide back up bit by bit? And with my newfound love of cakes and biscuits, because I'm off the alcohol, it was quite hard to keep at that goal weight. But if you stand on the scales every morning and write down what you weigh, you can spot any deviance from the ideal weight as soon as it happens. And that's what I've been doing. And that's how I've managed to keep on track. It's funny because when I was away walking the Camino with my friends, I found out that one of the Janes, you remember I went with two Janes, one of the Janes does actually do that. And that is how she maintains her goal weight. Write it down. Another thing that's difficult is there are lots of journals out there. And a lot of them are very good at getting you to expose your inner feelings and plan the next course of action. But having asked you to be honest and clear with your intentions, many of these personal development journals then expect you to write it down and be creative and be honest on a piece of paper or in a box the size of a postage stamp. So that's quite discouraging, really, because you want to keep it all in one place. You could say, well, yeah, we'll just carry on in a notebook. That defeats the object. You want it all to be in one place. And another thing I didn't like about some of the journals is that like one in particular I was bought as a gift. It was very fancy, very lovely to look at, and I couldn't resist putting it on the coffee table because it looked so prestigious. But then two things. 
one, I didn't want to write my private thoughts in it because I don't want to let any Tom, Dick or Harry have a look at them. And two, I didn't want to damage the spine by opening it out flat. Here are some little tips that are included in the Directory of a Dream Life 50 Plus My Best Life Journal. That's a long title, isn't it? It is just called My Best Life Journal. I don't know why I felt the need to say the rest of it. Anyway. So, yeah, 10 little tips to making your life easier and happier. Number one, change one small thing every day. So even if it's like try a new food or walk a different way to the shops or if you're buying clothes, buy something in a style that you wouldn't normally buy or at least try it on. Drink one glass of wine less per day. Just do something different every day. Number two, stop negative thoughts. Whether it's thinking about yourself and oh I'm too fat I'm too spotty I'm too old stop that or whether it's just general negative conversation the blinking weather blinking Boris blinking Brexit stop it I find it's helpful not to listen to the breakfast news in the morning because what a way to ruin your day and pull your mood right down just don't do it. When you get up in the morning, do not look at your phone or your computer screen or your iPad for at least 30 minutes. Ease yourself gently into the day. Even if that just means sitting there drinking your coffee in silence, just get your head around the day and what's ahead of you. Number four, as I've mentioned, obviously, journal to plan your day. There's more chance of it turning out how you want if you've got a plan in your head. Number five, do one thing that's just for you. If it's half an hour sitting down with a book, cooking a meal that you want tonight instead of what everybody else wants. It might be five minutes meditation. It might be taking time to just walk to the shops. It might be catching up on all the coronation streets that you've got recorded. Number six, sit quietly for 10 minutes. I think that's really hard, but try and quiet your mind and just take 10 minutes out between tasks. Number seven, I've given this as a handy hint on the podcast before on a previous episode, but if something needs doing and it takes less than three minutes to do it, well, do it. Sounds obvious, but when you think about it, you know, you might be on your way out to work and you've got 10 minutes to spare. And then and you realise the dishwasher needs emptying and you think, oh, I'll do it when I come home. No, just do it. It takes less than three minutes. It might be that you had an email that needs a reply. And you think, yeah, I'll deal with that later. Do it. It's done then. Less than three minutes, it's done. Number eight, compliment someone. 
just say something nice to somebody. I think it's just the pleasure of knowing you've done that. But the person receiving the compliment will be so flattered. I know we are traditionally bad at receiving compliments, but it's nice to get them all the same. Do you know, when I was in Vegas, I think I've said this before, I wore this particular skirt, which, to be honest, I didn't think was really my style, but my daughters persuaded me to buy it and wear it. Do you know, I got four compliments in the space of an hour about how lovely my skirt was. And then again, I was out and somebody stopped me and said, excuse me, those shoes are beautiful. Where did you get them from? Now, all right, they weren't complimenting me as in I've got beautiful feet, which I haven't. But the very fact that they were just saying something nice to me really made my day. So compliments work in two ways, whether you're the giver or the taker. Number nine, one small act of self-discipline. Something like, I won't eat that next biscuit. I'll have one glass of wine less today. I will replace the chips with a salad. I'll cut my cake in half and save half for tomorrow. And number 10, here we go. Measure your progress. Every single step counts. Do you know, when I got to the end of my journal last year, I started to look back at the beginning at what my goals had been for the year. And I actually thought, oh, I didn't really challenge myself, did I? I'm doing that already. What was I playing at writing that as a goal? And then I realised, you fool, it was a goal at the beginning of the year. You've achieved it. And that's a really nice feeling. Now, why am I telling you all this? Well, because of my experience journaling and the change it's made to my life, I wanted to produce my own journal that will gather all the bits that do work. Remember what I said about not enough space to spill your heart out and looking too fancy for you to put your private thoughts in. I wanted to gather all the bits that do work and leave out all those bits that don't work. And I had the idea of, do you remember those fantastic foolscap jotters we had in school? Well, I couldn't get foolscap, but I've produced my journal as an A4 size and it's spiral bound, you know, with a metal coil at the side so that you can open it flat out and write up to the margin. And there are big spaces for you to fill the necessary detail in. I'm really pleased with it. There's nothing quite so exciting as starting a new workbook. Sorry, I was always this weird in school as well. My best life journal will take you on a journey from where you are now to where you want to be. It's educational. It's a planner. It's an undated diary for your personal development. As I mentioned, it's nice to look at, but it's not sort of, oh, what a beautiful book. My best life journal is not meant to be carried around with you. It's not meant to be sat on the coffee table. It's meant to be completed in quiet time, either first thing in the morning, that's when I do it, or last thing at night. And it is meant to be kept private. 
So you're getting a whole lot of personal development tips and techniques. You get a goal planner. You get a selection of inspirational mantras so that you can select one every week. Just choose one that's appropriate to what you've got ahead of you. There are some reflection pages and it's divided into quarters. So you've got four times 90 days and you get the opportunity to select four different bugs or bad habits or situations that you would like to change. And the tools to plan to make that change over 90 days. There are obviously 52 plan the week sections and 365 diary days. And there you have the opportunity to reflect on what actually happened against what you wanted to happen and identify what made you succeed or what stopped you from achieving your goals that week. There's plenty of opportunity to review and make comments and add your own mantras. Because like I say, I've got four and a half years of journaling behind me now and I've used different journals. So I have got a feel for what is useful and what isn't useful. If you head over to the website at www.gurgleit.com forward slash my best life, I'll put a link in the show notes by the way, then you will see all the information about my best life journal. It's going to be published and available from the 1st of November this year, but as you will see, if you order and pay before then, you will get a very nice discount. As well as the early bird discount, my friend, the author Jennifer Lynch, has agreed that you can download her eight meditation tracks, Shades of Kefalonia. Whether the journal's a gift from me to me, or you want to treat someone over 50, male or female, for Christmas, then make sure you take advantage of the early bird offer. There is a delivery charge dependent on where you are in the world. Next week, we're back to normal. The usual format with my guest and one, possibly two, handy life hacks. Have a great week and I'll see you then. The Directory of a Dream Life 50 Plus podcast is created and produced by me, Marsha Ogden, and it's available on several platforms. So please keep listening. There are links below in the show notes and you can also follow me on Facebook. The page name is Marsha at Gurgle It, which is M-A-R-C-H-I-A at A-T, Gurgle It, G-U-R-G-L-E-I-T. Or you can have a look at the website, gurgleit.com. There are links below to the website and to the workshops and the journal. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, just drop me a line at marsha at or leave a voice message on here with details of your topic. Have a fantastic week and I'll see you next time. Oh, P.S. Can you do a P.S. on here? Well, I've done it anyway. Don't forget to send in any hints and tips, life hacks that you want to share with us. Just record your voice message at www.anchor.fm forward slash D
ddl50 forward slash messages. I still can't say it. See you soon. Thank you.